Hey Team Fairchild and everybody else out there listening, welcome to another Refuel Team Fairchild episode. You guys know the drill, we're always looking for ways to increase connectivity amongst the community. Every episode we'll be reaching out to members around the base willing to share their stories of leadership, followership, some resiliency stories, some examples of failure and success, and so much more. So let's get this chapter going. All right, Refuel Team Fairchild, today we have a special treat. We have Mr. Rob Brault from the AFSOC GSU. And for those of you that are not sure what a GSU is, that's a geographically separated unit. So someone that is attached somewhere else than their higher headquarters, if you will. So, Mr. Rob, thanks for joining us today. Uh, Erica, thanks for having us. Really appreciate it. And thanks for the invite to come out west. You know, we, we don't get to get out here that often, but uh, when we do, hey, you totally knock it out of the park for us, so thank you. Yeah, we're so happy to have you, for real. Um, I'm surprised Sear hasn't tried to sneak you over there, to be quite honest. But yeah, they had a, uh, they did have some representation from yesterday's briefing, which was nice, but I really think the EOD, uh, by far, uh, really had the strongest representation yeah. uh, in uh, that first briefing. I did so. see Sergeant Fulkerson over there. I think he's their super, or SEL. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. So can you just kind of explain a little bit about your program and what you're doing here? Yeah. Um, so uh, our unit, AFSOC GSU, is uh, the Air Force's premier ground assault unit. We align ourselves with uh, the Army's premier assault unit and the Navy's premier assault unit, and we are a 100% hand-selected organization. Uh, it is a special duty assignment, okay. which falls under the Green Door program. And uh, I've been very fortunate enough to have worked there in, in the greater command now for about 17 years. So uh, been there a little bit of time uh, as active duty and now as a civilian. Nice. That's actually how long I've been in the Air Force. It's 12 <laughs> October. So that's awesome. Yeah. So... Green Door, can you, can you elaborate on that? So Green Door is a subcomponent of AFPC. They help us with our manning so that we don't have to kind of necessarily uh, do a lot of interactions with the career field managers. Being a green door unit like we are, we kind of have that representation from them to see if our potential candidates are eligible to move. Are they short for, uh, you know, are they half for a short tour or whatever the case may be. We know that we can hire them if we decide to bring them in for an interview. So they help us kind of work out some of those uh, verifications on their PCS eligibility. Is there a backstory on why it's called Green Door? Uh, you're going to have to ask them. I, I, I'm not at liberty to talk about their uh, full scale of their program. Okay. I was told that it's because all the, once upon a time, it was literally all the big plannings and programs were behind a door that was green. There is actually a green door. Okay. There is. It is now framed out to where it's more of a museum piece now, but it is. They're pretty awesome at what they do, and okay. we're, we're privileged to be part of that program with them. Awesome. So, Thank you. Yeah. Are there any prerequisites people should be aware of? Yeah, there absolutely are, and uh, I'm glad you asked. So for our unit, uh, you got to have uh, 24 months minimum for our enlisted time on station, uh, E4 and above, okay. and. Uh, no current UIS, and be worldwide deployable. Okay. Those are the, our minimum prerequisites that we look at when candidates submit their application. 
officers? Are you looking for them as well? So we are. We are looking for officers as well. And again, going back to the uh, time on station requirements for the officers, uh, they got to have a minimum of 12 months time on station. Okay. And uh, we hire from first lieutenant on up to major. Oh, okay. So, yep. And any DOD civilian opportunities? They are few and far between because the people that we do hire, yes, they stay for a while. But yes, there are absolutely civilian opportunities and contractor opportunities. And if people are interested in that, they can reach out to both Mark and I at our org email address of sdscreening at jdi.socom.mil. Okay, awesome. Is it the same process for E&Os and civilians? It's very similar. There are very there are a lot of similarities in the process. There are clearly some things that we can't ask civilians that we ask our military candidates. Uh, we are bound by the Americans with Disabilities Act, so we, of course, you know, they have a a slightly different hiring process. Sure, so. sure. What about this application process? I've heard you talk a couple of times, uh, both at my CAA training and then at AFSA, which was amazing. But how, did, how would one get involved if they came through a briefing mm-hmm. or you guys kind of looked at them like, hey, we think we want you? How does that work? So first and foremost, you know, you got to volunteer. That's how people come to our unit. No one's ever been assigned to our unit. Uh, no one's just gone to their career field manager and said, man, I want to be part of that unit. So you got to fill out an application. And how you obtain that application is going on to our website. So if you just type into Google... 724th Special Tactics Group or 724th SDG, it's going to bring you to our website. Okay. On the website, there's a downloadable, fillable PDF application. They can uh, download the application, fill it out, send in all their supporting documents. Uh, at that point, it takes us about 10 days to kind of review it. Okay. Simultaneously, we'll be doing their availability check through Green Door and those other things. And uh, then look to invite them out for a four to five day TDY job interview uh, at our commander's expense. During that time frame, we're going to get to know them a little bit. Sure. And uh, they're going to get to know us. You know, it, it, this job is not necessarily cut out for everybody, but I'd like to think that we can uh, kind of offer a, a good, vast job experience to most people. Awesome. So. So the interview process starts with them getting on the website, and then from there, will so, they know either way if they're, well, hey, we're going to look at you for interview, or thank you for your time, not right at this point? Yeah, so once they submit their application and we look to bring them in for an interview, we typically have between a month to three months to bring them in for an interview, because okay. we're going to put a blocking code uh, against their uh, personnel actions through Green Door, so they can't PCS or go somewhere, and then we lose that eligible applicant. Then we're going to invite them in for that in-person interview, and yep, we're doing in-person interviews, even though it's COVID, that's all right. We're still going to bring you out to uh, where our unit is located in the greater Fort Bragg area. Uh, we'll bring you to a hotel out in the Aberdeen area, and we'll conduct the five-day in-person assessment and screening. During that time frame, you'll take a battery of psychological and IQ tests. Then you'll get to meet our unit security managers. And you got to have a minimum of a TSSAI in order to become a unit member. But you can start off with just a national agency check or a secret security clearance. As long as there's nothing in their background that can prevent them from obtaining that uh, TSSAI security clearance level. 
From there, they get to meet our unit psychologists, and uh, they shrink them down a little bit. Why do they do what they do? And and I don't want people to kind of go into this like, oh my gosh, I got skeletons in my closet. I I never will make it through there. That's not the case. We just want to make sure you're able, stable, and motivated to do the type of work that we're going to ask you to do, Uh, which is not far from what they're currently doing now within their AFSC. So. From there, they get about 48 hours of work center time. So if, say, they're a one and 0 an Intel analyst professional, okay. they're going to spend time with our Intel squadron. They're going to do all those things that Intel professionals do. I hope they know their 3-1, that Intel Bible, and uh, are able to perform their basic tasks. So if they're a vehicle maintainer, they're going to go spend some time in our, our vehicle shop. If you're, you know, a 2T3571, a 2T351, if you're a VMNA or one of those AFSCs, you're going to spend some time with those folks okay. so that they understand what, what's the day in the life like sure. doing the job. If you're a communicator, a 3D, man, you're going to spend some time with our, with our comms folks. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of it in a nutshell. And at the end, they're going to sit before the commander and find out if they get a job offer or not. So they will know by the end of that tour? or the By the end of the, the fourth or fifth day, they'll know if they have a job offer from the commander. And I like to say, hey, where in your military career do you get 51% of the vote on your uh, next PCS? For real. I mean, the commander looks them right in their eye and says, hey, you've screened very well with us, and we'd like to offer you a job. Would you accept that? And... <laughs> That's a, that's a pretty unique place to be, yes. especially in your career and saying, yeah, I think I would accept that position. So we don't have many people that say no, but it is offered to them. Okay. So, and it's not frowned upon if they do say no. So, How long would they start usually from the time they accept? At the end of the assessment and screening um, and say they accept the job, yes, sir. we'll then re- meet with Mark and myself and we'll talk about getting them a rip. And we typically can get a rip out to them within about 72 hours. And uh, it's about 120 days before they PCS to our unit. Okay. But we'll work with them, their chain of command. When's the right time for them to PCS? Maybe they have a house to sell. Maybe there's kids in school that they want to complete the school year. Maybe there's a deployment they want to go on. Um, there is no set report not later than date. Okay. We build that out together. So, nice. Yeah. So a really unique opportunity then. To not only be offered a job in the Air Force, but to have some say in how quickly or how much time you need to process before you PCS. That's, that's very unique. Yeah, we custom tailor it to their needs and wants. And of course, you know, the, the unit's needs and wants it well as well. Um, and it is a negotiation. Um, but we're not in the rush to hire the wrong person. We sure. have had people... Uh, um, Say, hey, well, you got vacant positions. Why can't I just come on in? Say, hey, um, no, um, we, we got to make sure we have the right people on the team. Sure. So. How, how big is the, let's say, enlisted and officer side of the house? Um, so we're a group size element. So I would say less than a thousand people, Okay. Uh, you know, total unit wide. Yes, sir. Uh, and uh, that's also going to incorporate uh, the 17th STS, which is also part of our Unit as well, the 17th Special Tactics Squadron out of Fort Benning, Georgia. Um, And they have, uh, so we have some positions there as well. So not only do we have positions at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, but we also have positions down at Fort Benning, Georgia as well. Um, 
and I just kind of want to dispel the misrumors that are out there about Fort Bragg, we have our own separate compound very far to the west of uh, Fort, Fort Bragg main campus. You know, if you're concerned about Fayetteville, um, I think we can really dispel those rumors, misperceptions that are out there. You are going to be an hour from work if you live in Fayetteville. Um, you're better off living and commuting from the really nice golf course community, Southern Pines, Pinehurst, which we're five, ten minutes away from. Oh, excellent. So, yeah. Nice. So that sounds really neat. And why, I guess at the end of the day, why would someone want to join? Yeah, event? absolutely. That's a, it's a unique question for, for many people. Um, and kind of the resounding gong that we get from a majority of our unit members is that, hey, I see the fruits of my labor daily on mission success, on real world mission accomplishment, and the stuff that we do day in and day out from everyone from those 67 different AFSCs get to see mission success because they've had their hand in the mission. Um, and knowing that, hey, what you're doing matters uh, and is valued. So I think it's really the mission accomplishment. And, and truly, it's the people. It is the people that you get to meet. Everybody's so motivated to get stuff done um, and wants to be there. So you surround your, yourself with people that really like to job it out. Man, it is amazing what you can accomplish. So, You recently had, um, I think, Sergeant Keller, who's now one of our ALS cadre, in your guys' unit, if I recall. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Andrew, uh, phenomenal airman for us. Uh, worked in our uh, vehicle shop. And uh, he came back out here, and hopefully we can get him back to our unit soon. But, yeah, he did a great job for us. If he doesn't make master, I'm sure he'd be dying to. Sometimes you do promote yourself out of the fun zone. And, uh, you know, hopefully there's a position for him later on. Sure. And, you know, that would be awesome. So. so you said you did mention Fort Benning is another location. Are there certain other career fields that maybe are required at that location that are not at the Fort Bragg one? Um, so we interview for... All the positions out of the Fort Bragg, North Carolina area, and only a handful of our AFSCs uh, have ability to go on down to uh, the Fort Benning location. And during your initial uh, assessment and screening, when you first come on in, and before you even get there, you're going to know if you're being considered for the either Fort Bragg or Fort Benning. We oh, don't surprise nice. anybody nice. and say, hey, man, we're going to voluntold you and you're going to Fort Benning, Georgia. That is not how it works. It is right. truly, hey, we want to lay all our cards on the table and say, hey, this is where we're considering you uh, for these positions. Awesome. Because um, you have a choice in all this, and it's a volunteer unit. So, Are there other opportunities for the AFSCs that are not on this list for job opportunities, maybe not in this specific GSU? Some other like organizations that we work with that if we don't have your AFSC, send us an email. Log on to sdscreening at jdi.socom.mil. Send Mark and I an email and just let us know, hey, I don't, I don't see your AFSC on the list. Is there somewhere you're maybe you can help direct me? Excellent. And Mark and I would be more than happy to forward your uh, contact information to one of our other like organizations that we have good relationships with and maybe they can get a job with them as well. Thank you. That would be excellent because I know a lot of my maintainer folks, my aircraft maintainer folks, already hit me up and said, we're not even on here. So, well, let right. me dig and see if there's other opportunities. I know these, this is a specific location. Yes, absolutely. 
yeah, be more than happy to help them out. Appreciate so, that. Yeah. I'm sure they're very appreciative too. Sometimes it's cool to just see another mission maybe outside of AMC, go to AFSOP, go to USAFE, PACAF, ACC, and just learn what other missions do. Global Strike for the, the few and the brave who want to go work bombers. No, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but is there anything else that you would like to just kind of let our listeners in on? Uh, first off, thank you. Thank you for having us. We understand that there's not a lot of information about our unit. I think we've tried over the past two, three years to really incorporate some of the technology, kind of like what we're doing here today on this podcast. We too have put together some some podcasts. So when they log on to our, uh, excuse me, the website, there are links for Instagram, the podcast, you know, YouTube videos. We even have one on, hey, what to expect when coming for assessment and screening. Awesome. So it kind of really walks them through our entire hiring screening process to maybe get rid of some of those jitters. We hope people just kind of log on, check it out, and hopefully this could be a good opportunity for them. For sure. So, Actually, since you did mention getting rid of some of those jitters right before an interview, is there anything for our potentials that you can kind of just, not forewarn, but what's the word I'm looking for? for help prepare them. Yeah, help prepare them for it? <laughs> sure. Um when you fill out the application, please be as accurate as possible, first of all. Secondly, we truly get it. Hey, it is an intrusive process. So it's not lost on us that you're going to have to kind of talk a little bit more about yourself than maybe you're used to. Because most people, especially you know, in the Air Force, uh, they're very humble and they don't want to talk about their accomplishments and stuff like that. This is an opportunity for you to kind of highlight some of your skill sets. What have you done? Let us know about those things. But again, hey, we've all been exactly where you're sitting right now. And every single one of our unit members has gone through this process. And uh, just please be yourself. So. Excellent. Excellent. Well, again, Rob, thank you so much for coming out here. You guys Erica, are welcome back anytime. Maybe Fortin can get on in the next one as well. That would be great. <laughs> but yeah, anytime you guys want to come back, we will hook it up. Sounds great. Thanks, Erica. All right, guys, thanks for listening. You guys have a great day. All right, everyone, that wraps up another Refuel Team Fairchild episode. If you guys have show ideas, people you'd like to hear from, or even would like to join me on an episode, please send an email my way. You can email me at 92fss.fsdp.fairchildcaa at us.af.mil. All right, you guys have a spectacular day.